Hello, everybody, and welcome to show. I like show better than podcast. To the secret podcast. And you're not supposed to be listening to this. And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret. Shh. It's a secret. Like I said, these intros are going to be short and sweet. Hopefully you don't hear that dog barking on the street. That rhymed, unintentional. Uh, this episode has Marissa on the podcast. Um, originally, I met Marissa through being friends with uh, Ashley. And she was actually there that day at Founders when Ashley told me, yeah, I kind of thought you were a dick, but I don't know why we're friends. Uh, and she was in full agreeance, and I cannot blame her at all. Marissa, while if I'm being very honest, we're not incredibly close or anything like that, but we do get on very well. Um, I took a shot in the dark once with our friend group and said, hey, would you like to be in my short mockumentary uh, comedy film, uh, Racing the Gun, the Roland Bollerwood story? And to my surprise, she was all for it and was unbelievable in it, and you should go watch her in it. Uh, some really nice performances, even though it was a total botch job on me and Kyle's part. Um, yeah, we could not get over how well Marissa did, did in that. Um, I'm super excited to have her in more of my creative projects, especially this podcast, where Plants, who hopefully will be on the pod soon, and Ashley both both suggested I reach out to her, even though I think I already did at that point. Uh, about how she would be fantastic for the podcast, and I'm super excited to hear her stories. This is Marissa. I'm a friend of Marky's and I definitely have a few things that, you know, I just feel like ranting about or talking about um, on this secret podcast of his. So it seems like the perfect place to just, you know, lay it all out there, I guess. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is uh, dating during the pandemic, which to me has been actually very similar to uh pre-pandemic except during the pandemic the panini press that we're in um i now have the excuse that we're in a pandemic and that's why i'm not in a relationship but um you know i i know not everyone around me probably knows but i know that the reason why i'm not in a relationship is still me it's still i'm the issue still uh, but using the pandemic as an excuse has been great for family gatherings. You know, I'm not constantly getting harassed about being in a relationship by my mother and aunts and grandma, wondering where the kids are, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman and they expect me to have kids before I'm 30. But, you know, at this rate, it's not happening. Um, and the pandemic really helped me in that in that way but you know also didn't help in that you know it I guess it depends on how you look at it it really does depend on how you look at it I'm gonna look at it like it was a little blessing for me and my introverted self 
Uh, however, the I have become even more introverted uh, since, you know, March of 2020, D-Day as it was. Um, sorry, is that insensitive? Is that too soon? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, but yeah, I have been still on the dating apps on and off since before uh, the pandemic Panini Press started. And oh, if if you don't know, oh, that's what the kids are doing. They're calling the pandemic different P words because they're just sick of the word pandemic. And Panini Press is a very popular one, has been my favorite. Uh, you would know this if you are on TikTok. And uh, yeah, pandemic did that to me too. I wouldn't have been on TikTok if I uh, didn't have anything else to do. So that was something. But um, that little side note, fine. Dating, <laughs> back to the main thing, which like, I guess that's a little on the nose for me, always trying to not talk about dating and think about something else because dating is hard <laughs> as someone who's in their late 20s and has been very single for multiple years <laughs> so um but I think at this point also just I like my me time and my alone time and so being single is not the worst thing and I mean like sure I could use a little physical contact every so often and I don't even mean it in that way just like someone to like watch a movie with while like laying on them Uh, this could be worded any other way (laughs) but but, uh just yeah someone's company would be nice however I would get sick of that company pretty easily I think where I would just become the worst person to be around because I won't talk I'll just want to be in my own thoughts and you know that's not a bad thing that's just how it is and that's fine but that doesn't really translate when you're trying to uh date people because I find myself getting very sick of people so quickly like I'll be excited to start a new conversation with someone and then literally 20 minutes into said conversation I'm sick of it and I don't want it anymore and then I won't message them again, ever. <laughs> and then I just start the process over again with a new match. And you know, that's probably not the best way to go about it. So now that I'm talking about it, now maybe I'm just not in the place to date. If I can't hold a conversation for more than 20 minutes. I don't... Uh, you know, I'll have to bring this all up to my therapist. But I'm glad I was able to let it all out for you guys for a bit and just put it out into the world um yeah I'll probably be back I might elaborate more on this yeah you'll hear me rant and chat and make lists so until next time you guys have a good day
So this was a prompt I gave to almost everybody who I asked to do the podcast, and I hope a lot of people respond, but here's mine. Uh, it's about one positive from the COVID year, or just your positives from the COVID year. Um, but this is like kind of an odd subject for me because I feel really guilty for saying this, but COVID year has been by far the best year of my life. And I'll run over some of the quick highlights. Uh, I got a promotion to be a designer at Nike and also got a job at Big Ten Network. I made huge strides as a photographer, videographer, and I don't know, just like a general creative person. Uh, I put out my short I was too embarrassed to release when I made it called Racing the Gun, the Roland Bolerowitz story on YouTube now. Uh, my top 10 photos I've ever taken were all this year. I finally filmed skaters and made two skate parts for two really interesting dope people and skaters. Uh, I made this podcast, which I'm weirdly really proud of. It's been doing not very well numbers wise, but I really love hearing from my friends and how open they are to creative projects. Nearly everyone I asked to do this project uh, was really excited to be on it and just really liked the idea. And whether they're just saying that to be nice or just, you know, lying to me is a whole nother story. Um, I also started really getting getting into this whole skating thing. I I really got into skateboarding so far where I even started making this skate company. Um, today I printed shirts for what I think will be part of the first merch run that will drop with the boards. And yeah, uh, I also got some bamboo to start making some boards and the mold materials. Uh, the logo was finalized this week and is ready to go. It's, it's kind of becoming real and my expectations are very low that I believe it's just going to be some fun, dumb hobby that I'll have some extra boards and some cool shirts from this weird thing I did this one year, but it's just been really fun. And keeping that at the forefront, just having a lot of fun while doing it has made this super, super fun. Um, my partner and I both got raises, new jobs and new apartments, and she got a puppy the adorable German Shepherd lab mix named Walter. And all those things are super huge positives and that whole side has just been nothing but smooth sailing. Uh, but these are the highlights. Uh, I think as a person, I grew a lot this year. Uh, right before the pandemic hit, I had my first real experience with anxiety and had multiple anxiety attacks in a week. Well, this sounds like a pretty big negative and will probably go in my other negative side segment about COVID. I think in some ways it impacted me really positively. Uh, it made me kind of take stock in how I viewed my mental health and made me really aware of it and how it's important to just check in and generally be conscious of something like that. Uh, it definitely humbled me, but through the year, I think I grew because of it. Um, but back to more clear-cut positives. The last couple of positives would be that I made new friends during the pandemic, which is kind of hard to imagine. Uh, we mostly skate and just grab beers, all socially distanced, but it made me feel really much more at home in Portland. Uh, I, you know, I had some friends and I, they're great people and stuff, but it, they weren't really like my people. Um, it's also worth mentioning that COVID gave me the chance to reach out to old friends, like with this podcast and just connect with them. And also Discord, um, playing FIFA pro clubs every Friday night with the boys has been a huge, pretty huge positive. And just also those friends that I played video games with um, through COVID has been amazingly fun. And just always having somebody to, you know, kind of hang out with, even though we're not right next to each other, it feels like we're hanging out over Discord. And that's been a huge, huge thing that I would go just absolutely crazy if I didn't have my friends to get on Discord with me. Uh, skateboarding was a huge thing for me this year obviously with the company stuff, but uh, 
it was a way for me to exercise because I didn't leave my house nearly enough this year, uh, but also because it was a new challenge that I straight up sucked ass at, and I still suck at skating. Uh, but that was really good for me. Uh, it sparked kind of a odd passion that I didn't know I had, evident by how I'm you know, doing the skate company thing. And the skateboarding is very like you versus yourself. There's just you and the board, nobody else. Uh, so I'll kind of wrap up this whole segment with a front bottoms quote that kind of sums up uh, me and in uh, I would say this whole year. It's from the song Ocean uh, from their album Going Gray. Um, this has nothing to do with you. It's me versus me. I designed this world, custom t-shirts and everything. today this is kyle yeah i haven't done one in a while i've been a little depressed been in been in my little turtle shell where i go man everything i do sucks why am i even trying but got up today feeling a little bit better um so my topic today is going to be haunted houses are essentially just seasonal strip clubs but for a younger audience um my first point being uh it's just an illusion uh, that you accept, you know it's a lie, you walk into a haunted house knowing these people don't really want to kill you, and you walk into a strip club knowing they don't really love you, you know, even though they, they show you this affection, or they're grinding their chainsaw right in front of you, you know, you walk up, Larry the Clown, let's just call him that for short, he's got his little makeup on, he's got a little tattered clothing, and he's revving a chainsaw, he's waving a little fake knife in front of you, but you know, for real, like Larry's probably a decent guy. He might have a family that still loves him. He might work a, a job that's a little bit more gratifying, maybe like construction or I don't know, maybe he's like a restaurant manager. Either way, you know, he doesn't really want to kill you. He doesn't really want to bring you down to his basement, tie you up, torture you, chop you up into little bits and feed you to his family who all looks the same because they probably partake in incest. You know that. Just like Rosie the stripper, even though you just paid her a hundred bucks and you banged her in the back of your car, doesn't really love you. She has no emotional attachment to you. You know, you're just a client, bro. That's all you are. <laughs> and you accept this and you go, yes, I want to, I want to feel this cathartic, lascivious lust because I don't get this in everyday life because everyday life is just a little bit more mundane. Uh, I'm not saying it's like painfully boring, but you know, you, like, you, you know, a strip club is just, it's something that's completely out of this world. Same with the haunted house. You, it's nightmare fuel that you only pretty much experience in your dreams and but they they brought it they're trying their best to do it in real life they can't really chase you and like beat you or something like that there's some protocols and rules that they would clearly breach um another thing too it's like if you go with somebody a to like a strip club or a haunted house and they're just a little too much into it like they like it a little too much you can just kind of go like oh you're probably the kid who was like really impressed by like balloon animals you know it, it's just Oh, look at this, and now it's this. Wow. But you have to know, you have to know, just in the back of your head, that this is just a total lie that you are complicit with. You are agreeing that I want to feel this certain way for this amount of time. And so people who are obsessed with haunted houses, I'm not knocking you. 
people who are obsessed with strip clubs, yeah, I am kind of knocking you. That's kind of weird. There is a certain age where it's just like, you know, these people who go to strip clubs are sad. They're there, not by choice, but because they don't have anywhere else to go. Their life is so devoid of any stimulation or any kind of creativity or just they don't have friends or family or they ruined it or they're alcoholics or they're heroin addicts. I don't know. I don't go to strip clubs, so I don't <laughs> I don't fucking know who's hanging out there. All I know is that they're probably very sad and they don't mind being lied to. <laughs> you know, like it's really weird. Same with I don't know, haunted houses. If you go there and you really love being scared, like I don't know, you probably just need some more excitement in your life. My guess. I don't know. I'm gonna just kinda wrap this up quick. I don't really have much more to say. So take care, be beautiful, and uh I don't know. Let's get some more guest pods. I'm, I'm more, I'm a big fan of those. I don't like listening to my voice, but I love listening to other people's voices. So please, 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 please come on here and talk because you guys are so much more interesting than I. <laughs> and I really enjoy starting my morning uh, listening to these guest pods and these hot takes. You know, they're good. These, I'm loving all the guests. Um, anyways, take care. Actually, I kind of do have a last point. Last point being, if you're at a high-end strip club, you kind of, you know, might get touched or you get to touch them. Kind of same with high-end haunted houses. They might actually grab your shoulder, grab that chainsaw a little bit closer than to your face than you're a little bit more comfortable with and so on and so forth. Uh, I wish I thought of that sooner. It would have probably worked out better uh, listening to it wise. But now this is kind of my, my, my outro. So take care. Uh, be safe, have fun, uh, don't try to go crazy, don't be going to strip clubs, uh, even after COVID is hopefully ever <laughs> beaten and eradicated and all that. Um, anyways, take care. Yeah, well, shit. Things are going to get...